Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to our book reading for this morning. We're reading from the book entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We now continue on page 40, Open Propagation of Islam. The first three years of the Prophet's mission had focused on bringing the message of Islam to individuals. A discerning few among the Quraysh and other tribes had embraced Islam, but their numbers were hardly overwhelming. Now Allah ordered His Messenger وسلم, to warn his kinsmen about adultery. He was also asked to keep in his fold those who believed in the message and to renounce ties with those who rejected his mission. After receiving this order, the Prophet, peace be upon him, assembled his nearest kindred, the tribe of Banu Hashim, including a few people from Banu Mutalib. Addressing the gathering, he first praised and glorified Allah and bore witness to his oneness. Then he told them, I am the messenger of Allah and have been sent to you in particular and to all mankind in general. I swear by Allah that you will die in the same way you sleep every night, and you will be resurrected similar to how you rise from sleep in the morning. Following this, your account will be taken from you, and then your good will be paid with good, and bad with bad. The Prophet's audience let him have his say. His uncle Abu Lahab was alone in saying, Stop him before all Arabia unites against him. If you hand him over to them, then you will be put to disgrace, and if you try to save him, you will be killed. The Prophet's other uncle, Abu Talib, said, I swear by Allah that we will protect him as long as we love. Abu Talib then told his nephew, You try to fulfill what you have been ordered to do. By Allah, I shall always defend you, even though I prefer not to abandon the religion of Abdul Muttalib. During the same period, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, Announce openly what you are commanded and withdraw from the idolaters. In compliance with Allah's order, he ascended the heights of Mount Safa, a small rocky hill near the Kaaba, and cried out from the highest point, Ya Sahaba! The cry, Ya Sahaba, was normally used to warn citizens of impending doom, surprise attacks, or other great calamities. Once he had alerted his fellow Makans that something terrible was upon them, the Prophet, peace be upon him, then called every family and every household by name. O sons of Fihir, O sons of Adi, O sons of Abu Manaf, O sons of Abdul Muttalib, O sons of... The people heard their names being called, and they rushed to Mount Safa. Those who were unable to go themselves sent someone on their behalf to see what had happened. When they were all assembled, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, If I told you the horsemen were advancing to attack you from the valley on the other side of this hill, would you believe me? Yes, they replied, bewildered at this question. We have always found you honest. Then he said to them, I am here to warn you before a severe chastisement reaches you. I see the enemy charging towards you, and I want to protect you from his sword. But I fear he will strike you before I can give you warning. This is why I have cried out to you from atop this hill. End quote. 
After this vivid analogy, the Prophet, peace be upon him, asked them to save themselves by declaring that Allah was one and that he, Muhammad, was his messenger. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadu Rasulullah. He also explained to them that this testimony, or the shahada, was the only source of salvation in this world and in the year after. He tried to make them understand that if they clung to polytheism and rejected the message he had brought to them, they would face Allah's punishment, and that he, the Prophet, would not be able to save them despite his status as Allah's messenger. Addressing all segments of Makkan society, he further said, O people of Quraysh, ransom yourselves from Allah and save yourselves from the fire of hell. For I am not the master of your gain and loss, nor can I be of any help in saving you from Allah. O Banu Ka'ab bin Lu'ay, save yourselves from hell, for I am not the master of your gain and loss. O Banu Kusay, save yourselves from hell. O Banu Abdul Munaf, save yourselves from hell, for I am not the master of your gain and loss. O Banu Hashim, save yourselves from hell. O Banu Abdul Muttalib, save yourselves from hell, for I am not the master of your gain and loss, and cannot save you from Allah. Take from my property as much as you desire, but I have no power to save you from Allah. O Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib, I can be of no help to you in saving you from Allah. O aunt of the messenger Safiya bint Abdul Muttalib, I can be of no help to you in saving you from Allah. O Fatima, daughter of the messenger, ask for whatever you want from my property, but save yourself from hell. I cannot be of any help to you either from Allah. However, I am related to you, and I will fulfill my obligations accordingly. End quote. After listening to this warning from the Prophet, peace be upon him, the assembly dispersed. There is no record of the immediate support or opposition. However, Abu Lahab is reported to have said, enraged, May you be cursed. Is it for this that you have brought us here? Generally, the Prophet's audience seems to have been somewhat amazed at the Prophet's outpourings and could not decide just then as to what they should do. Once they returned to their homes, however, their arrogance reasserted itself and they disdained the Prophet's warning and exhortation. Thus, when the Prophet, peace be upon him, passed by the elders, they would jeer, Is this the one who has been appointed a messenger by Allah? Is this the boy of Abu Kabsha who is addressed from the sky? Abu Kabsha was an ancestor of the Prophet ﷺ on his mother's side. He had abandoned the paganism of the Quraysh and embraced Christianity. Hence, when the Prophet, peace be upon him, began proclaiming the monotheistic message of Islam, the Quraysh were quick to link him with another so-called renegade of their society. Despite the taunts of his tribesmen and the increasing hostility, the Prophet, peace be upon him, remained firm in his mission and began to invite people to Islam. He would recite verses from the Book of Allah, giving his people the same message that previous prophets had given to their people. He would say, O my people, worship Allah without any partners or intermediaries, for none is your God except Allah. He also began to pray to Allah in public, offering prayers in the courtyard surrounding the Kaaba. The Prophet's preachings gradually gained ground as more people, one by one, came into the fold of Islam, 
a gap started widening between the believers and non-believers, even in the same house. Of course, this only increased the resentment and hostility of the Quraysh, who found it unforgivable that the new Muslims would choose Islam over family, tribe and culture, ties they deemed sacrosanct. And that brings us to the end of today's reading. We're reading from the book entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.